Welcome to I Think You'd Be Into It, the podcast about your problematic faves. Uh, I'm Brandon Beck. And I am Beth Scorzato. Um, and this is our second of two for now, but we're maybe going to have more just sprinkled throughout our run of uh, mini-sodes that are just Beth and I talking about our problematic faves. So since we didn't do it on our first one and you asked, should we? Should we introduce ourselves? I think we should. One? Yeah, I think we should. Um, why don't you go first? All right. Um, relevant facts to this co-host situation. Brandon and I are engaged. So I, when we do have that dynamic, it's not just out of nowhere. Uh, we've been dating about 10 years. Yep. There's a lot of dirt. There's a lot a, of dirt there. Oh, yeah. It, it, if you, I assume after this show's been going a couple of years, if you like just weave together all the shit we talk about each other, you could bring both of us down. Probably. <laughs> um, but we live in Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a freelance comic book editor. And, and I am a freelance television writer. Uh, so that's kind of a fancy way of saying we're underemployed. Mm-hmm. But, and overeducated. Oh, yes. But this podcast is a production of Awesome Tech Industries, which is our production company mm-hmm. that we've been running since college uh, uh we've yeah done plays uh we're shooting a web series and now we have this we've also like won awards and shit it's it's people like the weird things we make apparently well it's the weird things you make because we typically produce brandon's writing this is the first true. thing i'm really uh in yeah that's very true the first first uh co-piece yeah normally i'm just the producer but mm-hmm. uh that's a little bit about us and yep. today since on our last minisode we discussed brandon's problematic fave and the inspiration i remember that word the inspiration for this show Th- this is the third thing we've recorded today <laughs> the jam band fish well fourth if you include our intro oh yeah um we're gonna talk about one of my many problematic faves mm-hmm. because i have a trash trash fire heart i have so much <laughs> so much room in my heart for garbage there's a jimmy buffett song called schoolboy heart yeah which is we'll him, talk about jimmy buffett with you at another time which is him listing things and now i'm just hearing i got a trash fire heart in jimmy buffett's voice and does it follow up with me talking about jason todd because that's yep. not what this episode's about but he's in there yep he's in that he's in my garbage heart yeah no. when we get to the bat fam it's gonna it's gonna oh, be lit. i know i know who's gonna come talk about bat fam with me nice yeah um she doesn't know it yet but i know um Good. so today what we're going to talk about the is best my love. the best guest situation is to ambush someone <laughs> yes uh it is my love my deep deep trash love for the trash movie Jupiter Ascending. Ah, uh, Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. It's uh, that. Um, so why don't you go ahead. Uh, we're going to start this mini-set off like we do with all of our normal episodes, where I'm going to get your 30-second elevator pitch for uh, Send. Jupes Sends. Um, as soon as I can pull up my little uh, stopwatch, which I apparently don't know where my clock is on my phone. Here we go. So whenever you're ready. Elevator pitch for Jupiter's ending. 30 seconds. Okay. So first things first, you cannot watch this movie like earnestly. If you go into this with like an earnest watch and think it's going to be like like a really great movie, like you you started wrong. You started wrong. Um, It's it's so amazing in that it feels like somewhere in the world, there's a really phenomenal Bible for this universe that just like didn't make it to the screen. Uh, and, and that's interesting to watch, like, as an exercise. As an exercise in a multi-million dollar trash fire. Time. 31 seconds. Okay. 
Um, yeah, my experience, and then we are going to talk about our experiences with this particular uh, piece of media, uh, and then our guest will discuss the thing in general. So, uh, yeah, we, we saw Jupiter Ascending together. It it didn't do a lot for me, but I don't have really a propensity to, like, hate watch. Um, I mean, okay, I didn't go into it. I didn't expect it to be great. Sure. But I didn't go into it to hate watch, and I didn't, I wasn't hate watching it. Like, I very earnestly love it, but not because it's good. Sure. Like, there's a difference between hate watching and watching something for the absurdity of it. Oh, it's, it's, it's the same with me and Armageddon. Like, you you hate watch something because you just want to tear it apart and be like, oh my god, this is so trash. And blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. no. I watched this because, like, it just looked bonkers and that appealed to me. Yeah. So, like I said, it feels a lot like the best way I actually had a, I had a friend actually say this to me that she said it felt like someone took a really great YA series and made one movie out of all three books. And then like, like a YA trilogy and smushed them all into one movie cuz it seems like there's there's got to be like an amazing show bible for this somewhere cuz obviously the there was the Wachowskis, yeah. Yes. They had clearly this like really phenomenal detailed vision for this universe yeah and the whole thing don't get me wrong the whole thing is beautiful it's beautiful and like it seems like there's this really rich world but they don't fully explain it so instead you just kind of like jump from thing to thing and it ends up kind of weirdly being a movie about bureaucracy yeah um, but, like, not in the same way that Brazil is, though there is a Terry Gilliam oh cameo. My God, and it yeah. looks like nothing else in the rest of the movie because they clearly let him design his own scene. Yeah. Um, but by, the, oh. by about the time uh, my boy TG, who's my favorite director, by the time Terry Gilliam showed up, I was like, what, what in the ever loving fuck is yeah. going on? We saw here? this at the Arclight in like the middle of the day, I think. And because there was nobody else there except for this one other woman. And like, yes, the arc light has assigned seats, but the whole rest of the theater was empty. But this woman, I guess, was really committed to her seat because she was immediately not cool with the amount that I was laughing. Yeah. But she didn't move. She just stayed there next to me. I'll admit I was uncomfortable too. I I was like, oh God, I hope this woman doesn't doesn't murder us. I couldn't help it. I wasn't doing it on purpose. There were just certain things that I was just like, they were so absurd. And we got through most of it because a lot of it is the stuff you've seen online with like the bees and the clones and Sean Bean and, and the Channing Tatum the dog, sky yeah, surfing. Sky surfing and that he's like a dog person. And like there was a really bad pun about bad dog. Like, oh my God, like every bad thing that you could think to hit was hit. I was legitimately also, shocked like, that there weren't more bad puns. Yeah. Also, like her name is fucking Jupiter Jones. Jupiter which Jones. Just sounds like a 60s Stan Lee character. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like a 60s Stan Lee character that's like actually just the girl that someone comes and rescues every week. Like Kirk, Kirby, I need you to draw a broad for me. Yeah. Call her Jupiter Jones. Yeah, like I don't know. Like she would be What'd wearing, you say to me, Kirby? She she would be wearing like the the like 60s like short skirt, but also like a big bubble on her head because she's from space. Like yeah. I don't know. But anyway, and she cleans toilets and then like goes back to cleaning toilets at the end. Yeah. Like there are a lot of like weird plot holes in she, this movie. But despite all of that. Despite all of that, it is just like an experience to watch in its absurdity. If you just like embrace its insanity, it is beautiful to watch. And I thought, and it's a very minor, it's a minor thing. I thought I was done laughing because we got into the action stuff and the action stuff was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, The Wachowskis know what they're doing. Yeah, the action stuff was not pretty bad. Like the villain's motive was like, 
iffy at best because this is all like a weird cloning genetic clone story but yeah. like that's a little complicated but i thought i was done because we were into the action stuff it was all like pretty solid like it was it was a solid dramatic ending and then there's there's like a thread throughout this where there's a lot of like human animal hybrid people um like including channing, yeah including Sh- channing tatum the dog um and I thought I was good, but then, like, this ship comes, the, like, galactic police comes to rescue them, and the guy piloting the ship is, like, a weird, like... like elephant, right? Well, it's a human-elephant hybrid, and his name is Nesh, and I lost it. I just got furious. I just I just got so mad. Like, could they not have hit it more on the head? I was dying. Yeah. Um. Like, but, I, like I'm, I was legit surprised that he didn't sound like Apu from The Simpsons. Oh my God, all of that being said, we haven't even talked yet. About the greatest part of this movie. Oh, my boy. My boy. The part where he talks very, very quietly and then starts yelling! Yes, Oscar winner. This was right about the time that he won the Oscar. We're talking, of course, about the actor Edward Redmayne. We are. We are talking about Eddie Redmayne. This movie came out, it was a January dump. And so, right as this was still in theaters, Eddie Redmayne won the Oscar for The Theory of anything, Everything. So, there was now, out in theaters, Jupiter Ascending, starring Oscar winner Eddie Redmayne, who is yep. dressed like fucking Tom Riddle in a Harry Potter ballet. Yeah, like, I don't remember who said that. But whoever, I don't, but it was perfect. Whoever it was tweeted someone, that was perfect, Someone yeah. just said that online, and it was perfect. And it's it, he is, like... And again, the production value, the production design on all of this, yeah, this thing fucking cost beautiful. like two hundred and fifty mil. It it was beautiful. The design, the the special effects, everything, yeah. all of the costumes, phenomenal. The Wachowskis are visually fantastic directors. But Eddie Redmayne seems to be the only person who's aware of the fact that this movie that they're in is a steaming pile of garbage and he's just fucking leaning into it. Yeah, he does not care. He does at not all. care. He's Every a- choice he makes is the most absurd choice you could possibly have made at that moment. And for some reason the directors were just like, "Yeah, that's great. Go with that." It's one of those things where it feels like it's like uh Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, you feel like this person's in a completely different movie. Oh, yeah. And I want to watch that movie. But yeah, one of the hallmarks of the things that Eddie Redmayne does in this movie is for some reason as a character choice to, for his his way of being dramatic was to talk very quietly and then yell very loudly. Like, and it was supposed to be dramatic, but it was just, oh my God, it was hysterical. It was hysterical. I We finished watching this movie and the first words out of my mouth were, oh my God, I want to get drunk and watch it nine more times. And the first words out of my mouth was, I, I never want to watch that again. <laughs> oh, but yeah, okay, point is, we're going to make this mini-sode shorter and knock it off on too many tangents, <laughs> but like, if you just want like a good trash movie to just like embrace the absurdity while watching yeah. it be beautiful, watch... Um, With a good cameo by... Watch Mila Kunis clean a bunch of toilets for some reason yeah. and like... With a strange cameo by a member of Monty Python. Yeah, and there's... Yeah, Tergillium, there's like a whole plot point is like a... Like donate your eggs clinic. There's like a gynecologist is like a major plot... I don't know. And the thing is, there's actually a lot of really great actresses and actors in the yeah. movie. Um, like the like the dude who plays uh, who played Jarvis on Agent Carter's in um, there for a hot and like second. Gugu Gugu Mbatha Raw is that how you say your name? No I don't idea. Know, but she's in it as a mouse person, and she's great. Um, Sean Bean, like all of these actors that are in the movie, even Channing Tatum, they're good actors. Yeah. they're just in an absurd vehicle. Yeah. Um, and I adore it. And, it's, and it seems like it's filled with actors that are that sort of are more willing to be like. 
Yeah, all right. Yeah, and uh, either way, though, I adored it. I would love to see it as a YA trilogy one day because I think it would be very interesting. Oh, yeah. That'll never happen, but that's on my wish list. And that is my pitch for why you might be into Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, that, oh my God, that, 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 that motion picture was, ugh. I don't even, I, I, I can't. You, and you did. (laughs) And I did. And I want to again. I have been Beth Scorzato. You can find me online at at Girladactyl. And I have been Brandon Beck. Um, you can find me at Helias Brandon on all of the internet bits and pieces. Uh, we are going to be posting a couple more full-length episodes in the coming weeks, and then we are going to be coming out weekly starting on March 20th. So please be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at I Think You'd Be Into It. You can find us on Twitter at, at IntuitPod. And uh, the show will be available both on iTunes and Google Play as if we did this right, hopefully this one is. And, uh, you know, if I know it's only a little pre-release mini-sode, but if you were into this, give us a like, give us a, leave a comment. It's, I know every single podcast ever says it, but it's actually super help, helpful in like an algorithmic sense. Um, so yeah, yeah do us that you, solid. If you have something you're really into that you think you'd like to talk about on the show, um, you can contact us through the Facebook page or email us at I think you'd be into it at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's uh, I think that's everything. If you've seen Jupiter Ascending, hit me up on Twitter and let's talk trash. But just hit her up. Please, please leave me out of all also Jupiter tag Ascending. Brandon. Please leave me out of all Jupiter Ascending uh, related conversations. Send him fan art. Please. The only fan art I will accept is if someone feel if someone can draw for me uh, Eddie Redmayne's character playing a one-on-one basketball game with Jimmy Buffett while the mid-1990s Charlotte Hornets, like I'm talking like Alonzo Mourning and Muggsy Bogues, all watch on judgmentally from the side. That's all I will accept from Jupiter Ascending fan art. I don't even, I can't even. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs>